0: It's a new episode of Plotlines and Popcorn this week, and today we're discussing Lizzie Kaplan, Jude Law, and of course, Justice League. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Plotline Podcast and subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please review, share, rate, and comment. And it, please actually leave us a review on iTunes. We really beg of you. Um, it would be really great. We want to move up those rankings and kind of grow. So, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Plotlines and Popcorn, the podcast that's a concession stand full of tasty treats. I am your friendly neighbourhood host, Dappo, and today I'm joined by the honourable guest.
1: Oh, the right honourable gentleman, Toby Okoye, as yes, if yes. we're in the fucking houses of the parliament. Mm-hmm. And what about you?
0: Uh, Tom. Tom. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Tom,
1: Tom, the piper's son. How yes. is everyone on this Black Friday weekend? <laughs> Black Whoa.
2: Friday weekend, is that what we call it? Are
1: we that Yankee size now? It-
0: it kind of is a Black Friday weekend.
1: so it, the Americans say, but we don't celebrate Thanksgiving it, here, so what's, what's the just point? It's American bullshit. It's, yeah. very, it's very
0: British to like pick and choose what part of history they want to. I know. Like, <laughs> did, you, did you
2: see the the comparison of the English um, store openings yeah. compared to the Americans? One man with into, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. One laughs> into curries. No, no, it was like one just man running to curries.
1: One man. On were, his um, own.
0: There were like cameras everywhere, being able to like say, "Oh, we're, we're, we're about to start." Yeah, no, like doing the counter. It's like five,
2: four, three. Two, one, Woo! Yeah, that's just, a
1: bit mad. One it's
0: man just has walked into Curry's,
2: and he looks very awkward at all the cameras on him.
1: Oh, that's British enthusiasm exactly. for you! Exactly. Know? Opening brilliant. day of a Star Wars film in the states, I go fucking nuts. In the UK, you get one guy in the back of the BBFC logo going, "Woo!" That was you, isn't it? No, that was me. <laughs> Although that was my second viewing no, on the second me. morning.
0: How's everyone's weeks been, though? Yeah, uh,
1: substandard as per usual, but this is Britain, we
0: don't complain, we just get on with it The weather's been horrible, and that is very British for me to say it. the weather has been Ah, uh, it was some disgusting. dank sunshine this morning, my friend I don't Sunshine know what... doesn't mean it wasn't, it wasn't uh, cold, it was uh, freezing, Look yeah. looked nice, but it was still freezing Ah, uh,
1: you're all about what's inside, aren't you, Tapper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, deep what, guy
0: What about you, Tom? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been fine,
2: had a busy week And Mm. I'm glad to relax with my friends here (laughs) in my back room. (laughs) Having a a good old weekend on on Black Friday, what's it called? Black Friday weekend. Black Friday Friday weekend. weekend. You you did a
0: double billing of films yesterday, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I did. I saw Battle of the Sexes and then I saw Ingrid Goes West, which was my P&P recommends for last week. Bacon, but I actually saw it this oh, week, oh. and I can tell you, do not go and see it. It's terrible. Really? No, no, it's really good. <laughs> oh, okay. I just right. wanted to make a joke and the fact that switch, I didn't even yeah. know what it was like.
0: Quick question, which was better, Ingrid Goes West or Battle of the Sexes? Oh,
2: fuck. Uh, I don't know. They're different films, <laughs> very different films. Uh, they're both very good. I give them both like an eight out of ten. Oh, brilliant! I'm, mm, I'm, I'm, that's good. Battle of the Sexes is
0: very enjoyable. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to watch it. I've had a very, very stressful week at work. Yeah, hey, what have you been doing? Um, no, it's just, it's just, it's just general work stuff, and it's yeah, just been it's a lot to work. do. But that culminated in the whole Friday, everyone being in a mass panic in London. I, I mean, oh, see, yeah. it was okay because I was in Leicester Square. D- apparently, but, but, that but in It was just a fight, but then you got Oli Mers tweeting that he gun had, he, he in had gunshots in Selfridges. Apparently <laughs> it's
1: because they saw a black dude fighting a dude no, with, with a or, turban. Yeah, yeah. apparently that's, assumed that's, it was terror that's what
0: it was. And then at the same time, someone popped a balloon in Selfridges
1: and, and everyone are started Are you running.
0: serious? So that, That's what the tweets are saying. Um, so yeah, that wasn't great.
1: But Although in this climate, all you have to do is scream someone's got a gun in a packed Oxford, Oxford Street. Like even as a joke. And you'll get a stampede. That's a terrible don't joke. A terrible, I, don't I don't see why, why anyone. A, but, could, that, but someone would do it. But yeah. someone could do it. it could yeah, Exactly.
0: Happen. I don't see why anyone would, would want to drink by that. But um. But yeah. But <laughs> on on Friday, <laughs> I just kind of was able to drown my sorrows by drinking a lot at all bar one. So that was you drank a lot. That was that was, that was Friday, very yeah. nice. That was very nice. What did you drink? Drown the sorrows. Um. You know, a bit of cider, vodka cranberry, of course. Drink a choice,
1: as Go always. Right, that's good for you, man. I'm nothing, glad. you am
0: nothing wrong with the with the with a vodka cranberry.
1: No, it's a cider. I object to. Not really? Yeah, fuck cider, man. Yeah, Tommy,
0: you, 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 you're judging me with your with your look right now. I'm just staying quiet. I'm not gonna
2: <laughs>
1: express my opinion old, son, on it's this. World
0: War All
2: I know is that uh, cider makes me very gassy. So Whoa. fuck it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be it... farting on this podcast. Son. What, yeah. what kind of like drunk do you get on cider though? Because like, for me, on wine, mm. it's a very lusty drunk. It depends. If it's like K, <laughs> K cider,
2: <laughs> then you get a bit stabby drunk.
0: Stabby drunk? Well, yeah, K
2: cider. if... If you drink a shitload of quesada, that's it- like park bench stabby shouting at kids oh, okay scrumpy Jack, similar, but like copperbergs are when you get a bit giggly and you're like
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> in your in your mini skirt dapping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've had too many bags.
0: Talking about miniskirts, I think a few of us took photos of us in dresses. Yeah, as we as hope you again. guys enjoyed that. Um, we'll post the photos up ASAP, yeah. but... <laughs> Tom, I realise I that. We're still I, waiting, we're, we're still yeah, waiting d- for Tom's
2: photo. I haven't done mine yet because I've got to shave my legs. <laughs> 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 wow, so you'll, you'll have
1: done it by the time this goes out, so right, okay. I'll make sure of that. Is that a threat? That is a threat. Good.
0: All right, let's, um, let's move on to the headlines because this is a film podcast. <laughs> <Allegedly>, <laughs> At the end of the day. Um... So I think main bit of news for what's been quite a slow news week has been that uh, Jude Law is confirmed to be the male lead in uh, the Captain Marvel film. Good for him. With Brie Larson, um, with Ben Mendelsohn also being confirmed
1: as being the main villain. I, like, I really hope he doesn't get typecast, but he is fucking good as a dickhead, isn't he? I like, I like. he's watching. probably the best new thing about Rogue One. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, Jude Law will be Dr. Walter Lawson. Uh, that will be Carol Danvers, who is Bree Larson's mentor. You see,
1: I wish I could say I'm familiar with the Captain yeah, Marvel character, yeah, yeah. but to me, growing up, Captain Marvel was Shazam, so that's an entirely different conversation.
0: Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I, I quite like Jude Law. It, it, yeah. not, no, I'm, I'm a, a fan of Jude it. Law. He's that's a local boy, isn't he? Yeah, choice. he is. He's from around here. What is really interesting, though, is now that MCU has like two sets of Sherlock's and two sets of Watson's. Oh yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, they've oh got, shit! Yeah. They, they, Fuck! They, they got Benedict, Fuck! and they got Robert Downey. They got Jude Law, Fuck! and they got um, Man Freeman.
1: It's pretty cool. But I really want a Sherlock Holmes 3 because I actually think that series bangs. I loved the Sherlock oh, Holmes yes. film. I loved the Sherlock
0: Holmes.
2: Never film. saw him. This oh, guy Ritchie isn't I, it? Yeah, i yeah, no, they really
0: fucking good. I got, I got good, man. them both on DVD. Like they, they were, yeah. brilliant. they
1: were brilliant films. Do, Do you, you like Sherlock Though
2: You guys like Sherlock?
1: I've not. I saw the... Because that, um, for me, is how
2: you just explain that. Like, I fucking love Sherlock.
0: I watched the first episode, loved it. second episode thought was crap. Didn't
1: watch any war. You didn't watch <laughs> any, didn't watch
2: more any of I them? Didn't I didn't watch any war. What the hell? I don't know. I'm,
0: but they are. They're all feature mm. length. Every episode is an
1: hour and a half. This one's more badass than the... Uh, than Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, it's,
0: it's like a proper, it's, pro- it's like a proper adventure. Yeah, but Martin guys Freeman, guys, one. Martin Freeman.
1: Yeah, but Martin Freeman doesn't fuck guys Tim up. Tim from yet. the Office.
0: Moving on to uh, maybe a bit darker news. John Lester. Oh god, we have to talk about this. We have to. We have to. We have to yeah. Yeah. This is a form podcast. We have got a couple of all angles. Um, John Lester of. Uh, Pixar has been accused of sexual misconduct so he's taken a leave of absence um, with some reports blaming the unwanted advances from him for the reason why Rashida Jones left Toy Story 4 she's actually denied this what do you guys think of this horrible news basically <laughs> the
1: thing is man I mean I I was one of those little weird kids who used to watch the bonus features on DVD so I've known John Lasseter since I was like 6 you know so you grow up watching those Pixar making- they were always very interesting because they kind of structured them to be aimed at kids so they'd be able to understand this all complicated techie world that they were showing you mm-hmm. um, and John Lasseter was a big part of like, that because obviously he directed the Toy Story you know Toy Story films and um in cars and shit like that but hearing what he's actually been accused of being like behind closed doors is actually quite shocking because I think it oversteps the line of the not that this is, has ever been okay, but that kind of laddish, oh, he occasionally touched his girl's boobs that he liked kind of thing. He sounds like he just comes up to girls and just does this like religiously. Either to way. To the point where the, yeah, his gross, name became a it? slang term in the office.
0: That's fucked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. It's, it is. And um, funny enough, Rakita Jones left Toy 4 for completely different reasons. So, which 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 makes you realize? Did you say
1: ideological reasons? or yeah, something like Yeah, yeah. She said something about like
0: her her role as like a as a minority. She she felt like she wasn't like represented well enough, which just adds in more what sense. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exactly too sure. She she, okay, she didn't exactly yeah, go into yeah. detail on the reports, but it makes you wonder what really going going down in like the Pixar, like the whole culture of it. You know, it's just it's, it it's doesn't sound great. But talking about Toy Story on a lighter, much more lighter uh, topic. I read a I read an article by the Lad Bible Jesus oh, uh, this morning that said that the that the website Ranker uh, ranked Toy Story based on hundreds of thousands of uh, polls done by everyone mm-hmm. online the best Pixar movie of all time. Do you guys agree? Uh, uh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It's so it's sure, difficult yeah.
1: because I think they've probably made more impressive films visually, and they've actually made some pretty. They've actually done some high drama with some of their films, like Inside Out and things like that. Where if you have to judge them objectively, but what Toy Story was particularly to our generation—one is the first film I saw in the cinema at the age of one. That's another story, um, and its importance in the animation game—you it basically killed traditional animation, in yeah. in the, in, the fe- in feature film, and completely revolutionised the entire landscape of what people wanted to do with with animation. So it's such an important film, probably the most important animated film since Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. In
0: the 1930s, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So
1: to make to say that, yeah, as the most important, yeah. But to say it's the best, if you want to be objective and take that out the window, I think they've made some sense that have rivaled it, to be See, honest. See,
0: well, well, for me, like, I am very unapologetic in my idea that the Toy Story trilogy is the greatest trilogy of all time that I've ever seen. Baseball.
1: Debatable. It, you know, yeah, um, as, yeah. As Star Wars debatable. Is, I don't object to it. Star Wars,
0: is, Star Wars is a close second, but um, but it's, <laughs> definitely, it's, it's
2: definitely up there for family movies. Yeah. it's the best. Oh movie yeah, movie yeah, objectively, so and, better than like Back to the Future yeah. Yeah. and yeah.
0: yeah, true, true, true. But um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I generally think that Toy Story, maybe The Incredibles
1: as well, is up there for the best Pixar movies. Incredibles is coming up later in the show. Yeah, it yes, is yes, 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 In conversation, but you know
2: the best thing about that poll when you actually think about what is the best Pixar movie you really struggle to actually...
0: Name, like...
2: Conjure up your top bloody five. Exactly. Let alone your first one. Exactly. So it just shows... How well... One of the most yeah. consistent
1: studios or, like, film production outputs there's ever been.
2: Apart from Cars 2. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see the third one? I didn't bother. There's a third one? Yeah, yeah it, 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 it came out Oh, in the with
2: that really dark trailer. No, yeah, no, yeah, it was sorry.
1: basically Rocky 3 or 4 or whatever, some sports film parody. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. So. Or Skyfall. Um... Talking about,
0: or say talking about, mentioned the Incredibles just then. In the superhero sphere, Justice League stands to lose between fifty million and a hundred million dollars in the box office because it's as a three hundred
1: million dollar film. As we
0: mentioned last week, yeah, it, uh, it's a three hundred million dollar film, and it just hasn't performed as well as analysts would have expected.
1: They'd have to smash it out of the park and get like Dark Knight Avenger level yeah, box yeah. office. But well, really they've started they've, it. they've
2: started changing the posters. Um, Adding so Superman that, yeah, now. Thank the God. most updated poster has Superman
1: on Although it looks like he's been posted on. But she has basically. Is he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: but they all have.
0: Yeah. Um, Lizzie Kaplan from Mean Girl fame and what was that show she was in with, with Martin Sheen? Charlie Sheen? Michael Sheen. No, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Ma- uh, was, Sheen, that's the one. Sorry. It was the sex show. Yeah, the... Uh, Masters of Love or Masters Master, of Master of sex, sex? Master yes. Sex. Uh, she joins the Gambit movie alongside Channing Tatum. And yeah, like, yeah. she playing? I'm not sure. Like. I don't care about Gambit. <laughs> like,
1: you don't I, care about Gambit? What are you fucking doing having a conversation about X-Men if you don't care about Gambit? I I'm not saying I don't care about Gambit. I'm, 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 I'm not saying I don't in, care um, about Sim- the Gambit
0: TV show. I'm not, no, I'm I, I'm not, are, uh, about the yeah. Gambit character. I'm just saying I don't get, care about the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum.
1: Oh, that's oh okay. Nah. Uh, uh, it, it might, be, if there's a if there's a if, if there's a Gambit right.
0: movie, I want to see it with Taylor
1: Taylor Kitsch. I think he was given a hard deal by Hollywood. I actually think he was a decent actor and I think he was probably one of the better things about that film. Um, but I can see why they probably want to go in a completely different direction with it because I get the feeling they're not treating X-Men Origins Wolverine as canon anymore. Or- They've done some things since then that have kind of really just been like, we're trying to forget about that. I bloody hope
0: not because that, cause that was... A- Pretty bad film,
1: mate. When you're 14 and you don't get invited to parties, and your Saturday <laughs> is you and your dad <laughs> in the cinema with a massive popcorn and then pizza afterwards, trust me, anything it will do. is good, anything it will is do. good, and it did the job,
0: yeah, like like Quantum of Solace.
1: Oh, yes, you <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> El- oh, we Elvis. remember Elvis, don't we? Dapper? Brilliant,
0: brilliant. Um, also, we, we are officially in the for your consideration advert period where, um. <sighs> Where, where, where production companies are stockpiling, or say stockpiling, are kind of throwing all these adverts on, on a
1: film news websites. Basically lobbying like a fucking Yeah, pretty
0: party. much lobbying um, for, for their films to be considered for Golden Globes and Oscars. So, so far, I've seen best picture uh, for your consideration adverts for Beauty and the Beast, LOL. Uh, <laughs> Dunkirk and Blade Runner 2049.
1: Okay, I think for Disney to have the audacity to nominate their shit remake of Beauty and the Beast is a sh- shit all over the original <laughs> film, which was the first animated film to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, just so that was an achievement in itself. So to try and sweep it under the rug with this cynically devised version, I, I find that insulting. Um, are we all aware of the mass allegation that you can basically buy a Golden Globe? No. Okay, there's a Family Guy gag about it. In this, uh, that, that, and then there were fewer episodes where there was a murder mystery. Where Sue basically says, "You know, you can just take a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press out to dinner, and you, you can get yourself a Golden Globe." And then, when obviously this Kevin Spacey, Shit Harvey Weinstein stuff came out, and it turned out to be an open secret, I went up and looked on all of these, and it's one of them. Apparently, you can pretty much just be very nice to a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press organisation and you'll probably be in a good chance of getting a Golden God, Globe. That, that is so... So that's just how the industry works. That is so shit, man. Yeah. Like, that's, that's,
0: that
1: is... It's but if, to be honest, if I... Really God, for, God, I mean, this is God willing. If any of us ever gets that position and we have enough money, he's like, no, actually, let's see if we can do this. <laughs> and you take one of them out and then you've turns out you win the Golden Globe and then on the stage you just bait them out. Yeah. If a sniper doesn't take you out mysteriously that wasn't hired by a Hollywood mogul, you will probably go down in history, my friend.
0: Yeah, let, let let's get a Software in London three that that, that oh yes, Golden Globe. Sophia in London <laughs> three Golden Globe for for a comedy.
1: If you know, you know.
0: Yeah, but apart from that, that's been a very slow news week. So I yeah. guess we should uh, we should move on to the main topic. So it's the end of the month, and that means we're doing our special film-focused review episode, and we didn't let anyone choose this. This topic, this film actually, because we all knew what we had to do. This is a Justice League episode and we had to talk about Zack Snyder slash Joss Whedon's new film, Justice League. Um, yeah, we couldn't leave this one out. So we're just going to have to kick this off.
2: It's a very sombre
1: mood. Isn't
0: yeah, it? it's, it's a very sombre mood because Toby <laughs> can't is... can't really be
1: excited about it. We're that, preparing ourselves.
0: Yeah, preparing ourselves. Yeah. And I think, right, because of what we know, we we have very strong feelings about it. Let's Let's... We should just begin to talk about what we actually liked about Justice League. Okay. Um, for, 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 for all you who haven't seen it or don't know what Justice League is, Justice League, you really should know what it is by now. Just, Justice League is the kind of the amalgamation, you know, it's of the most famous superheroes in the world. It's like, it's like be- it should be better than the Avengers, right? Well it was once upon a time. You no, know, it, 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 it's, it's the league where uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash. I really think you should have said Superman first because he's a leader and the best. He is, right, he is, okay, right, but um, alongside Green Lantern, et cetera, et cetera, but what we then realised in the film was, um, it didn't, it wasn't really, anyway, let's... Mess. <laughs> let's talk about what we enjoyed about the film, okay. firstly, Toby, what did you like about uh, Superman, Superman.
1: <laughs> about basically Superman. the last 13, basically one Superman turned up in the last thirty minutes, I thought there was a shift in gear. And I imagine that this was basically what was reshot by Joss Whedon because about a year and a half ago, Henry Cavill posted a black Superman suit Mm. on Instagram. This was nowhere in the final film. So I can only imagine that that's what they reshot. And the suit in this, is very weird. I didn't like it. They tried to give it some kind of gimp costume. Stick to the topic, bro. Like, <laughs> no, but that's what it looked like, man. That's what it fucking looked like. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought Henry Cavill was great, save for the face. I thought Ray Fisher was great as Cyborg. He was, actually. He yeah. really was. I'll and considering suppose. this is his first film, essentially. Yeah. Very good. gar ga was is Wonder Woman. I think she cemented herself. I think Ezra Miller was great as The Flash. Um, felt a bit more like Wally West than Barry Allen, weirdly enough. Okay. Um... And it was entertaining in places. Wally
0: West is like the more is the quirkier. He's would the you say?
1: third one. Yeah, he's the one that was the Flash when we were growing up. Mm, but mm-hmm. Barry Allen is kind of classic Silver Age Flash. I don't know. I'm probably yeah, Silver Age Flash for those who don't know. Golden Silver Age comics.
0: Okay, okay. Well, what about you, Tom? What, what do you actually really like about about Justice League?
2: I really liked all. Like Toby basically just said. I I found the characters entertaining. Um apart from batman but we're on the positive yes, side of we things anyway. <laughs> we'll get to
0: batman um, um
2: wonder woman was uh as good as she was in the in, in her own standalone movie flash was very funny they were all just entertaining like i didn't feel i was i was rooting for them and that's the main thing
0: that that, that is a good thing like one of the things um one of the biggest criticisms i've had with the Kind of with with the DCEU bar Wonder Woman and actually bar Suicide Squad because I think one of the only things Suicide Squad did well was this was that I think Justice League nailed the tone I thought compared to Batman, Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel I thought this was a lighter tone but they did it in a way where it was much more enjoyable to watch
1: but it was also quite fluffy it didn't really feel like there was any sense of real threat, and you kind of want that, in, yeah, especially uh, in an age where there are so many superhero films that are coming at you all the time. Sometimes you want a bit of gravitas. Of, co-
0: of course, of course, I, and again, that is something that, that we'll mention later. But but it was better, yeah, than it, it, the dour it, tone yeah, of BVS. It was better because, as we mentioned with, with Superman, this is this is the first time I've seen Superman on screen from Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, mm. But I've been like, this is the Superman. Oh, like, also,
1: Henry Cavill had a great Superman in him, and he's there minus the face. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we got him. So yeah, you know. like I,
0: I, really, really liked what they what they did with him. Um, I, I love the fact that even Batman was like crying out for crying out for the return of Superman. You know what I mean? Like I, that image of him flying down um, when they all needed him yeah. to, to, to five second Sephermorf. I thought that was brilliant.
1: My favorite moment of this film, without a doubt. Was the repeat of the Batman v Superman like that whole do you bleed thing? Because I, I felt like I was watching some kid stand up to his childhood bully. Yeah. So yeah, that's essentially what he was. Pretty much, and I,
0: you, you were mentioning Ray Fisher and, and Ezra Miller. I wanted to see more of their dynamic. I thought they had great chemistry together. I, I yeah. really enjoyed. Yeah, the I feel
2: like that was why the tone was. It came across as. Natural, the, way the way it did, yeah, because yeah, of the the chemistry
0: between mm. the cops I, I
1: kind of wish that there was more of them. Um, obviously, wish there was more Jason Momoa as well. Yeah, I. <laughs> or is that for those in the conversation? Well,
0: because I thought their 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 vision with the uh, with with Aquaman away from like the campy orange and blue or mm. green that, and, yeah. and blonde hair that he normally has, I thought the vision with him is much more realistic, and I I, I
1: really like that. It made me more excited for the James One film coming out next year.
0: Why? Why? Like, why?
1: <laughs> because I like that. Because I like the vibe they got with Aquaman, but mm-hmm. I just think the execution in this film was sloppy, and I didn't give a shit about any of the stuff happening in Iceland. But then I liked Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and I like the vibe they're going for. So I want to see that in a film. Made by better people. Yeah, understandable. Um, Which I, is coming next year, hopefully. What?
2: He's mm. in Bond. He's going to be in the next Bond.
1: No, no, no. James, there's a James Wan directed Aquaman. Oh, he said Bond. Look, oh, he's in Bond. No, 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 no. James Wan, the director <laughs> of I believe it yeah. is. Uh, pretty sure he
0: said Bond. I was like, a I was few like, horror like, films now. Like, re- right, right. the fucking tape, boss man. Of course, of course. I know, movie. I know. Um, Aquaman's coming out at the end of next year. I'm yeah, very excited about that. Mm. I I, w- I wish I saw more of Jason of Jason Jason Momoa in this. Um. And I can't I, I personally can't say um whether I like Joss Whedon stuff more than I like uh, Zack Snyder stuff in this. One thing I will say is for everything wrong with Zack Snyder, he he does visuals pretty well. Barring the terrible CGI. <laughs> yeah, it was some <laughs> you know, there was like, some garbage. Yeah, like Zack Snyder's known for his like slow motion action shots and I thought I thought I thought they looked pretty cool in this, so um
1: Yeah. For that I'd yeah, yeah, given that
0: well done to that. Um but apart from that, I mean, I'm trying to think of things that she really did enjoy about Justice League. I think
1: that's about it. Can we get on to the more important stuff?
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so what about the things that we perhaps didn't really like about Batman. I think this entire depiction of Batman they've done in these DC films the is, stri- is just bad. Like, it's not Batman. No pun intended. No, Batman is an edgy guy, yeah. No, he, he's a badass. <laughs> but he's not a dickhead. Like, everything about this characterization, I don't really blame Ben Affleck. I blame the way that he's written. He's just very, he's shoot first, ask questions later. Which is not Batman, is find out what's going on first. Assess the situation properly and quickly because the he's the greatest detective, detective in, the in the world. greatest detective in the world, yeah. And then shoot. But then, it's especially the scene where, even as Bruce Wayne, where he's meant to be trying to, like, get Wonder Woman or Dinah Prince to, like, you know, get a hold of us or whatever you think of that scene. But he just comes off as a dickhead. Like an asshole Do, do you think this is an issue with us seeing
0: um, the, like, ageing... Bruce Wayne that we have compared to like maybe the the Christian Bale mm. uh, Bruce Wayne, which is which is the younger type of Bruce Wayne. You, you, you know, in the comics, and lot old Donald cartoons. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a difference between like the younger Bruce Wayne and Batman and and the older well, one, right?
1: I'll take it you saw Batman of the Future, on yeah. cartoon network yeah. or Batman uh, Batman Beyond as it's known internationally. Um, originally, actually, um, Bruce Wayne is an old man of that, and he is a hard ass. He is a let me say that word again, hard ass or hard ass, whatever hard, you want, hard, to say. Ass, hard I mean, ass, hard ass. Um, And he, you know, he is a bit kind of, you know, he's a bit more on the other side than he was when he was younger. He's kind of been a, become a bit more cynical, but at the same time, there's within reason. In Batman v Superman, he was just a total bully, and the Americans fucking love it because it reflects their international cultural imperialism. There, I said it.
0: And and injustice, you, you thought was just more of the same.
1: Yeah, he has a funny line after the Superman, <laughs> shit out of him, but and then Ben Affleck just seems bored in it and I'm just kind of like you know what man like Christian Bale could come back in his mass Dick Cheney way <laughs> in that same suit and just do the job for five minutes and it would still be better
0: yeah see that is actually a big thing I had with it um, as much as I respect Ben Affleck as an actor uh,
1: I think, and the I, director I, I think, he's think, very good I,
0: as both, actually, yeah. as a, he's a very respectful actor and, and director. I thought this was a very phoned-in performance. Definitely, I thought it was a very phoned-in performance. Um, I there, there were times where he either looked uninterested or just he didn't have like the effort that, that I would have expected mm. for, as a Batman. You know, this is this is no small thing. This is Batman you know in the first Justice League film, live action film mm. we've seen.
2: Do you think it's possible because uh, maybe in the script, Batman was given the role as the straight man to make everyone else seem a lot better. So he was meant to be the the boring one that highlights how great everyone else is.
1: But if you watch the Justice League cartoon, they do that a lot better because they make him almost like a moody teenager. They give him a bit of character. It's not just some bland guy who just growls a lot and I, says mean things.
0: I, I feel like even Alfred had more character. <laughs> you know what Jeremy mean?
1: Irons is so good as Alfred, actually. That's <laughs> yeah, one does. thing they've got right in this new series. Was, he is very good. I
0: was surprised. You know, I was very iffy about not having Michael Caine back.
1: But, uh... Uh, Alfred I'm hey, no, was... Batman. <laughs> yeah. You two should exchange notes. Have a tea and coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we do an episode where we just do Michael <laughs> Yes. Alfred oh,
0: impressions. Yes. Impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I failed <found> you. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I, I failed, failed you.
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> so he should have got an Oscar for that film.
0: Um That's when he
2: put too many sugars in his deal <laughs>
0: <laughs> But um but 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 trying to stay on topic here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the, one of the things I think uh that we need to talk about is Zack Snyder as a director. Yeah. Because this is his third DCEU film. Well D- yeah, mm. his first his third DCEU film and it's when his best films, all them, was The Middling, Man of Steel. Yeah. And, 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 and say what decent, you will, yeah. decent, to, decent to some, meh to others.
1: Polarising, yeah, I'd say, yeah. It? yeah it's
0: polarising. It does raise the question, is is Zack Snyder like a, you know, a decent enough uh, director no. to, to do Justice League?
1: No, 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 no. He's just got a very good relationship with Warner Brothers because every single film he's made in the last 10 years or earlier... Have been very decently sized budgets, or even big budget films, made by Warner Brothers, that have been of varying quality. Watchmen is decent, in my opinion. Sucker Punch is garbage. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel is good. Is good, in my opinion. Batman v Superman is garbage. garbage. Three hundred, so, decent. Exactly. I'd get I mean. to see that. Actually, that's yeah, what on my list. it's, but, it's
0: all right. I, mean, hmm. I think the main thing that 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 I have an issue with with Zack Snyder is he because he's. Because he, we all know that he's a very visually pleasing director, but there's a there's a case to be made that it's very visuals first, everything else later. Oh, definitely. Like his visuals come are at the forefront to the point where they kind of take that they, they take everything away from dialogue. If you watch Justice League, eighty to ninety percent of dialogue was just pure exposition. Yeah, mm. that's what
2: I was going to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, and
0: and and. It, it was so. Uh, you could uh, totally tell that
2: it was scripted and you could totally tell that it was the right again. Guys, guys, I've got the greatest line. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks great on paper, but when it's actually. When it's actually set out. Performed,
0: mm-hmm. you're like, oh. D- oh. No, nobody talks like this. No. Yeah, no, no, totally- no, nobody gives this much information away. Do you know what? Yeah, you don't know know really what I mean? have
1: a good understanding of character. The yeah. characterization is completely off. It's more about just. It's, it's all surface level. And if you don't understand the characters, as they quite clearly don't, you'll come. Up, you'll end up with a film like this.
2: That's the thing. I think in the because the, there's a definite difference uh, after the first thirty minutes of the film. The first thirty minutes, are pretty dog shit. Yeah, dog shit. shit. It was bad, and it's mainly it because really there's all these scenes of uh, the duologues between, say, like cyborg and his cyborg, sorry, and his father, like that conversation they have there is where you develop the character that's when you'll go that's when the audience has been to go oh Jesus I really like Mm. sympathise with these people instead you have the father coming in and it's as if it's as if it's the first time he's seen his son like that (laughs) and you're like
0: how many days has this been going on exactly have exactly. you just? Have you guys just not been talking to each other? It, 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 it's a major issue that I, that I actually have with a lot of films, yeah. Where it's it's almost as if we're we're getting the first developments there and then, even though these these characters are either, you know being in contact with each other for however many years or weeks before. It's, it's very immediate. Before, before, it's very immediate, and I think with Zack Snyder, he's so surface level with 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 his dialogue and mm. with other things. But then when it comes to his vi- when it comes to the visuals and the imagery and the, and the symbolism, he's very like, you know, it's multi-layered yeah. and, and, and <laughs> pretentious. And, well. it, and uh, it, it does border on pretentious when you can't get the basics right. Mm-hmm. But then on one thing you go in so deep into,
1: it's basically every fucking film student in the UK in a way. You, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's like, he's, just, he's
2: trying to find his feet because it, and it comes across as amateurish. Yeah,
0: it does come across come across as, as as amateurish. I I read something uh recently like a like a kind of like a pros and cons of Snyder um and they and they and they raised the point that Snyder's visuals kind of come at like at, at, at the exp- expense of the rest of the film because oh, he, he seems like he seemed like the type of person who uh he kind of leads up to these like awe inspiring moments, like the, you know, in um, in um, Batman. Actually, no, do you know in Justice League yeah. where, where there's a scene of Wonder Woman standing on top of the uh, of the statue? Yeah, in London, that looks yeah. cool. And symbolism terms, it's like it has the whole like meaning of justice and that kind of that that links into a lot of things. But, but when then, you th- when you think of the actual movie logic of it, yeah, yeah. when when there was a, there was a there was a standoff happening, mm. literally right there, right there. Why on earth is justice is a uh, is Wonder Woman? Sorry, standing on top of a statue She's like a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> how how did she get up there Taking without without the anyone? To, like you
1: know what I mean? Like when yeah. it's something by like how long she standing there before the camera cut to her? Exactly.
0: What it it makes no sense, but because it looks cool, yeah. You kind of forget yeah. everything else about it just because it looks cool and it has a lot of symbolism around it. it but it, it doesn't really make any sense. But most it's, people
1: probably would even pick up on the symbolism.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And 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 that's another thing as well. It's... There's a lot to say about Zack Snyder, but in sort of Joss Whedon. How did that? How old well do you think he did?
1: Well, there's a point in the film about midway through where the dialogue suddenly starts improving because before it is fucking dire. And after that, it starts to become, okay, semi-bearable. And then there is a scene where... Uh, Superman and Cyborg share banter that actually sounds like real people Mm. and doesn't sound like movie banter. You can tell things like that at Joss Whedon. Um, I personally think that the better side of the film was probably mostly directed by Joss Whedon, which is the latter 35 minutes, possibly.
0: From what I've read online and stuff, a lot of DC fans think that Joss Whedon actually made it worse. But but then
1: again, these yeah. are people who yeah. Are hearing...
2: There's a petition to see as disease Does
1: these actors Do they want a petition to get Kim Jong Un to nuke the United States as well? They might as well just because it's the same logic. You want what hurts you. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I think it's very, very different, but um <laughs> it's obviously just his fans, though.
2: Yeah, it is because it it's, it's only like two hundred thousand people that signed there it. There
1: are some people who think Batman v Superman is groundbreaking cinema. Yeah, of course. Which is a and, shame.
0: and again, it's because of the, it's because of the 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 imagery and the layer breaking symbolism. When in fact, half the people didn't pick up on it in the cinema, no. and what what might be what might be great symbolism doesn't make great
1: cinema. It's just like watching two like your best mate beating the shit out of your other best mate. But he's about to kill your other best mate, and the heartbreak of seeing that—that's what it was like. That is, it was not a jubilant experience. That is, slightest.
0: that is possibly the worst. The An worst analogy of, the the worst
1: a- analogy uh, of Batman versus Superman I- I've ever heard on this episode. On this episode, uh. <laughs> the worst will, worst will come in future episodes.
0: So yeah, um but um, in terms of like for me, I mm. I'm not sure about about Whedon because I think there were parts of it right there was a clear Joss Whedon influence. Like the part where the where the lady was swearing about um her Husband being taken by aliens on the telly, yeah. I thought
1: that was unnecessary. I thought am yeah. not really like uh, uh, kids are coming to watch this film, uh, yeah. It's a very adult, but it, kind it, of ju- the
2: execution of it just wasn't that great.
1: It was funny. it seemed, yeah.
0: really, it funny. Out, it seemed no. really out of place, right? Yeah, it seemed really out of place. I
1: think and, and, that and, was uh, D- uh, Diane Lane about the thirsty thing. You think that was him as well? Uh, yeah, I I reckon it was because that was unnecessary. I thought that was just really That's uh, just awkward.
0: I, I didn't understand that's what, weird. was it meant to be funny? Was it, yeah, it
1: was. I was sitting there like, what. So was the racism between, like, making Flash slightly racist, so he can be like, oh, Spudby, I know, but you're black, so you should, oh, social commentary guys, the world is changing, like, you're patting yourself on the back so hard. so forced. Oh, these fucking people. You know what I mean? Chris Terrio's got blood in his hands.
0: (laughs) It was so forced, Uh, I didn't understand it, but um, Tom, you mentioned earlier about, like, the first 30 minutes. Yeah. The editing was atrocious, wasn't it? Yeah, it was atrocious.
2: Yeah, I can agree with that. But that first scene—the bat, the scene where it's Batman and the the burglar—can yeah.
0: um, we talk about that Tommy Wiseau level filmmaking? Still making. very confused. Can we talk about that? Because I don't like actually that. understand what really went on there. I don't
1: think you're meant to. I think it was just meant to fuck with your. It was heart very and brain. dark,
2: and it was all shot at a weird angle. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bit there's after he's killed the the weird insect thing. Yep. There's a there's a guy that starts talking to Batman. I still have no idea if that was the burglar. No, it was. Yeah,
1: he oh, literally was just gets burglar. up, and they're like, oh, and and Batman is just he leaves him. Yeah, they're, they're, like,
0: oh. so so after nearly just like you know uh, threatening him mm. and hanging him over a ledge, they're now ba- they're, they're now bantering and on and and now buddies.
1: But the Americans love Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> somehow, somehow that is Batman to I, them.
0: I just didn't understand. I just I just didn't understand what. How that was necessary. Um,
1: yeah. I... That's Tommy Wiseau, man. Mm. He probably directed that scene. You know how Spielberg did a bit of Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably his, ah, yeah. his okay. guest bit, you know.
0: Okay, so um, let's round up by giving it a plot lines or popcorn rating. Toby, what do you think of Justice League? Plot lines and popcorn a plot line
1: rating. Me. Is that five, yeah? Yeah. Okay, a plot line rating, I think it's half a fucking star. Just fuck off. yeah. every great <laughs> shape and form. Um, popcorn rating. It's a three. Yeah. And okay. It's vaguely entertaining, I'll give it that. I had a cinema with a limited card. I spent no money. Decent. I feel sorry for the poor souls who bought their IMAX 3D tickets yep. six months in advance. Yeah. yeah, Because yeah, yeah. they got fucked royally.
0: For me, um, oh God, I even forgot to mention how bad the CGI
1: was. Uh, terrible. Mate, it was 90s quality. <laughs> and how
0: bad uh, a villain Steppenwolf
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, um, they didn't make a single Born to be Wild joke at all. <laughs> I thought that was lacking.
0: No, I, I, I just quickly want to say, like, there was no intrigue surrounding the mother boxes, which were clearly ripped off from the
1: uh, the entire in, plot it, is licked the, off the, the Avengers. The, the, the aspect the, ratio is nicked off the Avengers.
0: The, the Infinity Stone. Um, there was no like we we had no idea who the who the villain was. Suddenly, Wonder Woman launches into this ten minute exposition where he, where she explains everything and everyone. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, okay, that's that's I, just, I just
2: want to say, what, what's uh, Aquaman's home? Atlantis, Atlantis, Atlantis. Yeah. that looks shit
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Atlantis is meant to be this grand place and it just looked mm. like a fucking there's one
1: what? girl there Murky. It looks mur-
2: like we
0: Shamu used to yeah. like, <laughs> a, a fucking murky underbelly of like the, of, of like the River
1: Thames like, yeah. it just looks yeah.
0: so bad but yeah um, Steppenwolf alongside many things was just a terrible terrible mm. part of this film so yeah uh, he gets
1: defeated like, like a pantomime villain like doesn't he what it's like you know when they chase Captain Hook at the end of the stage version of he's Peter Pan. behind you yeah and then the crocodile he, he, just appears he,
0: he could barely defeat Wonder Woman like Wonder Woman could happily like, weigh him in like, yeah. so everyone else destroyed him in so quickly so yeah apart from that um, I'll give it a plot lines rating of 1 a um, um, popcorn rating of about 3
1: I think you're a bit generous with that plotline rating. Don't
0: yeah, you? <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, I, I don't want one. I don't want Warner Brothers to like you know fucking knock on my door um, tomorrow. So. That's the thing they have.
2: To <laughs> well, my plotline rating would have been 2.5 if that first half an hour or first half of the film wasn't total dog shit. Yeah. Um. So I'll give it a 2.5. Tom. Uh, <laughs> popcorn. I did it, actually enjoy it once we got past that hurdle of yeah. it being shit. I'd say
0: 3.5. Okay, okay. uh, You have
1: a big heart, Tom Butler. I do. It must be said. I'm here to love. And to round off this episode
0: of Plotlines of Popcorn, we are doing a round of PNP Recommend, and if you don't know what this is, this is where each of the hosts give you, the listener, a film to watch based on the topic of the podcast this week and say why I'm going to kick off by saying I recommend you guys watch 1999's mystery men oh yeah it has Ben Stiller, Kel Mitchell, Eddie Izzard Has actually um, Frank um, sorry Hank Azaria as well yeah right.
1: it's like really A-list yeah yeah that's um, where um, all-star yeah was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first
0: time I ever heard of um, um, all-star by Smash Mouth um, it's basically a bunch of B-list superheroes saving the day Including Kel Mitchell's character of a man who can t- only turn it invisible when nobody's looking, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, really, it's actually really funny. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. Oh yeah, but from what I remember, I it, it's, watch, it's, a, it's a, pretty funny film. Uh, plot lines rating, I, I liked how different it was, so I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, that's uh, good. I liked how different it was. It's, it's a pretty, pretty decent film. Yeah. It's a big budget film as well. Um, and and popcorn rating, really enjoyable. Say mm. three and a half, four. Pretty, pretty decent film. So more like so yeah. nice, tonight, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll say give it a watch. What about you, Toby?
1: The Incredibles. Ha! I don't have yes. to say why, I don't have to say how. All I will say is that if this film had been shot in live action, we would mention it in the same breath as Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is one of the fucking greats. Plotline rating 5. Yeah. It is as good as any Oscar-winning drama. It is just so well done. <laughs> There's a scene where he comes back after, you know, that whole thing in the burning building and they have a row that's as good as any kitchen sink drama from the 60s, man. Um Popcorn racing, I will give it a ten out of five because I fucking said it's a ten out of five. I te- I was high, fairly, fairly high. I should mention when I rewatched this in the summer, and I actually came close to tears at the end because I realised that this is glorious fucking cinema. <laughs> It's
0: a great film. Um, who needs Fantastic Four when you have The Incredibles?
1: It is the best. It's been called the best Fantastic Four film ever made, which yeah. I think is tragic. <laughs> Pretty much. What about you, Tom?
2: Uh, mine's going to be Batman Begins. Yes. Ah, yes, Just because yes. I feel like it's very underrated. Um, one of my favorite elements of it is Gillian Murphy and how yes. terrifying he is. He, he's scarecrow character like shits me up every time. Um, another reason is if you don't. Enjoy it totally when you're watching it. It's just another good reason to watch. Uh, follow it up with The Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. This so true. technically, I'm I'm suggesting two films. <laughs> um, but I will give it a plot lines, I'd say four, and popcorn 4.5.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Talking about Gillian Murphy, have you guys ever watched Peaky Blinders? Not
1: no, ever. but everyone's been telling me too. Yeah, it's so it's, I, I'm, cool.
0: I'm watching it uh, out. It's one of the best TV shows I've yeah. ever seen. It, it, it's amazing. Apparently,
1: it? fuckers get taken out. Bro, it's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking sick. I'll hmm.
0: watch it. Plot my brain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that is the end of our episode. Thank you all for listening. Oi, very quickly, The Force Awakens is on Netflix, so no one has no- any excuse not to watch it. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> uh, and that is, yeah, that is it. Uh, thanks for listening,
0: guys. Uh, have a great week. Happy listening. Happy viewing. Good morning.